Now you're chomping. I'm not going to do the intro when you're chomping. Dude, I'm going to be eating crackers through this whole podcast, oh so you better God. just start the podcast at some point. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. This is number 30, episode mm-hmm. 3-0. It is September 13th. It's about what could possibly go wrong? 12 in the morning. Yeah. And we're starting a podcast late. This isn't late for us. We start no. midnight start is like not too I mean, bad. That's fine. Yep. There's not there's that's that's par for the course. We'll probably end up breaking halfway through when we get bored. You think so? Go get some goodies. Sounds well, like, I've been eating these crackers. Roll. I don't know what you've got I know. there. I thought you bought an apple pie at the store, didn't you? Buy an apple pie or something? It's gone. Are you ready to eat that? Yep. I need a little sugar. Yeah. A all little right. sugar, if you know what I'm saying. You need some two nut day is what you need. You shouldn't be eating those apple pies, dude. They don't look good at all. They oh, look, they're they look good. bad. It wasn't an apple, it was a lemon. Even worse. The smoothie lemon. I don't know what it's made of, but I like it. Even worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But now what is good is that for the first time in two podcasts, you are awake. I am You're fully recovered. Recharged. I am fully recovered. You're, I, you're I, ready to podcast. Yes, my convalescence. Who knows what's going to happen? That's a good point. My yeah. convalescence has definitely completed. Yes. Um. Now, you know, I will say something mm-hmm. that this is this is a. Uh, you know what? I probably shouldn't say this. This is going to be bad if I say this, actually. Everyone's going to hate me. What's Maybe that? that's not that big of a problem. I don't know. But one thing I will say is that uh, having gone through the you know Penny Arcade conference, uh-huh. I kind of feel like like everyone who I met at the Penny Arcade conference was awesome. Like yep. pretty much across the board for the whole three days there. <laughs> it was all good. It was all good. And... It, I mean, it was booth duty, right? I mean, uh-huh. that's what it was that I was doing. Yep, you know, I was yep. demonstrating m- m- the game, you know, my game to everyone who came pretty much. That was, and, you know, just doing setup of the booth or whatever. And, yep. you know, talking with other people who were vendors there and whatever, that sort of thing. And I was like, I remember absolutely hating my, my life after doing like any kind of interfacing with other people at the GDC. I mean, I go to the GDC and I come back feeling horrible about my industry, about what I do for a living. Like, I would come back from the GDC feeling like there was nothing good about what I did for a living. You come back from the Penny Arcade Conference and I was like, I felt like I I, I wanted to be better at what I did because these people were so great. And it's like, I I don't know what that... are Are we all assholes? Are game developers assholes? Like, what is the problem? What's yeah. going on there? I don't know what's going on psychologically speaking. I feel bad. I ha- I feel bad about myself well, now. I don't know. Maybe it's just like you like game players more than you like game developers. Who knows why? It's con- yeah. I don't know why thing. either. Well, but, but you this- saw game developers too there, so it's not it's not exclusively that you saw a lot of. Game I guess developers that's true. Well. It was just it's a different scene. It is a know? different scene. I you know, yeah. and, and you know who knows maybe in PAX once PAX is ten years twenty years old like the GDC is maybe it starts to do that weird calcification oh, thing where there's like oh yeah you know you know what that's more... a very, you have a very good point there because when I first went to the GDC in like 1996 you had a maybe 97. I think I think I did come away with it with a you know maybe it's once it gets too corporate yeah it gets very large and then you're no longer dealing with uh, well I don't you think know, it's actually cor- corporate stuff I feel like what is what, it it has something to do with 
all of a sudden everyone's there for an ulterior mo- ulterior yes. motive. Like it's it's not yes. necessarily that, corporate. That it's not be. necessarily advertising. It's just everybody's. Th- it seems like everybody is there to get a job or to show off some shit or to tie down some it, financing. It's just or just different. to feel better than other people. They don't because just don't of go to the, like yeah. hey yeah. games and, yeah. and PAX is still all games and maybe that that could very well time. be. Who knows? That could know. very. You, you have a very good point there. I don't you think do. it's corporate. I don't I mean, obviously, the expo is crazy and stuff, but I don't think that's the problem with GDC anymore. It's become a method for getting something. And that I don't know how you change that. That that may that's a very good observation. You may well be right about that. Because you're right, I did see other game developers there. In fact, all the other people who were demonstrating PAX games there, I thought they were all great people. And they're (laughs) game developers, right? (laughs) Now they're indie game developers, which is, you know, different. And maybe there's some humility that comes with that. That's different from when you go to the GDC and we're all like, you know, big shots or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It I'm is, not sure. It's, it's a, a good it, question. It is a di- it is a different feeling, and and yeah. and I don't necessarily believe it's simply the corporate part of it, although that I'm sure factors into it, and maybe the corporations being there allows it to be that kind yeah. of. I don't know. It's like a bar late at night when yes. everybody's just looking for someone yes. to hook up with, and it's. A different uh, yeah, thing. I don't know. I, it, I, I don't know. You, you've, you've certainly put a much better. Uh, I think you've analyzed it much better than than I could have. Uh. I, I just wasn't sure. All I knew is like, all I know is comparing and contrasting the two experiences were was pretty dramatic. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, so I don't know what to say about that, especially because so, it was brutal. I mean, I was. De- demoing the game pretty much start to finish every day and i just went home and like fell yeah. asleep immediately you, and then after, you were tired and for i was exhausted 10 days i had after. no voice and yeah. it was like but i was still just like wow this was this was absolutely charming but and every good. single Did person that came up really was excited and and like like now you're all psyched and happy to get rolling and and get back to the game well like, i was raised catholic so no basically it made <laughs> it made me feel like just just uh inferior like i was like i, I felt guilty right i was like i i was like i don't deserve to have of such guilt. nice people coming up to play my to game nice like i have you. not delivered them as good a thing as I am capable of, and I feel bad about that. Right? <laughs> it was definitely, it, yeah. And oh I definitely had God. that that kind of uh, reverse sort of um, what's the word for it? Pure, pur- puritanical. I don't know. Maybe Catholic guilt's the wrong what, word. What do, you, but what, do you, what do you have to do when you go self-flagellation? No, Are it's you, like hair you shirt. Say, you say Marys. What is it? Oh, hail Marys. Is it really a Hail Mary? I was going to say Hail yeah. Mary because I thought it was that, but then I was like, that's the football, football term. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not being Catholic, I only know it in that context. Well, there's rosary. There's the rosary, right? Okay. Which is like a, a string of beads. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to go through the different beads and say, I, I don't know. I was raised the Catholic re- by, by you know, sins? people who, who are like now atheist. And so uh, they, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think I ever had to say a rosary. They certainly weren't going to make me do anything religious. Well, why as do a you child. say a rosary? I thought their rosaries were the necklace that you wear. Because they're, it's for counting. So if, if you, um, I believe that the way that it works is traditionally speaking. And I, okay. like I said, I never did this, so I can't say from experience. Traditionally speaking, what happens in, in Catholic church is there's confession, right? Okay. So you're supposed to go to the priest, right? And, or whoever, and you, uh, tell them, you know, your sins, but it's anonymized. So they don't really know who you are. You go into a confessional where the priest is sitting and there's a wall between the two. Okay. You've seen this in movies, I'm sure. Oh, thousands right, of yeah. times, right. This is real. It's this is, very cinematic. This is a real, you get, yeah. you get shadows through the right. thing. Yes, this is very yes. real. This exists. You go in there 
and you sit down and you talk to them through a little wall. Now, if it's a small parish, maybe they could tell who you are. But yeah. in, in a larger church, it's, it is pretty anonymous. Like, they literally just don't know who you are. Okay. So you confess your sins anonymously. Do they stay and, in there all day just listening? Uh, it's not all day, depending on the situation. Because that little room's got to smell like... It probably doesn't Beep. smell that like, good. No. Seriously, yeah. like, I don't know what happens under those robes or the bathing situation. I mean, they might just go commando under there so they can air okay. out. I'm not sure. And for other Let reasons, fly. yeah, yeah, you never uh, know. Ex- mm. Anyways, uh, so the point is, the uh, <laughs> uh, they will then listen to what your sins are, right. what you have confessed, uh-huh. and they will determine almost as if it were pharmacology. What prayers you need to say in order to absolve you of those sins. I see. So in the Catholic faith, it is really not ambiguous how bad you have been or what you have to do to make up for your wrongdoings. It's specific. So they and have the, a little matrix that they just go across by like masturbation and then the degree yeah, right, yeah, and then exactly. it's this many things. Uh, well, or I is don't, it totally up to the... Is it totally up to the dude to tell you how much? That I, I don't know. Since I okay. was never an altar boy or a priest or anything, um, I don't know how they were supposed to determine oh, okay. what prayers so are supposed to say or what quantity. Day, like everybody's maybe, gonna pay and for maybe it. if he's like a lenient priest, you, oh, okay. in general, you get more harsh priests. I don't know. So I don't know if there's some kind of special training that they go through. Like here's, you know, I don't know if there's like actuarial levels. Like they're like, okay, (laughs) you know, you, you have now reached this level. So you're able to assess mortal sins as opposed to, you know, like whatever. So, uh, they will then say something like, say 12 Hail Marys and five Our Fathers. And then you'll be absolved. Oh, okay. Right. So you did a little hand thing there. Do they do, did they? Well, no, you can't see them. I know, but you did that. Does that mean oh, you kind of made do, a cross? They, well, they, they'll do that to you if you're in person, if you're talking to them or something. Oh, I see. If they, when you are interfacing with them for another reason, like let's say you're going up to receive communion or something of this matter, right? Maybe they'll make that hand gesture. But no, you can't see them. They're behind. So they they are supposed to be praying for you as well. Like it's I not see. it's not just you who is taking part in this absolution. It is it is them as well. I see. Um if you really if you want the full information about this, you should ask Dave Moore. Like I think he's like, you know, he's he, he was he went to like a Catholic school and, oh, and okay. stuff. So I think he would know a lot better than I would some of these things. I quit. So, you know, I you didn't get, even get, get to the full action. No. But I had gone to confession, I don't know, uh before i mean i I don't remember it very well but i mean it it was it was exactly as it is portrayed in the movies pretty much oh man the lighting is less dramatic certainly um where the hell was i oh the pax thing in the gdc okay yeah so but no i'm totally recovered now my voice my voice is back and and, uh and you're ready you're ready to pod (laughs) you are ready to roll so uh you had a whole bunch of stuff in the podcast ideas file hadn't put anything in there in a while and all of a sudden blam well, JC yeah. Is back. Well, that's only because you know I was I've been out and about this week now. You know, so you I was got kind some of recovering. Yeah. Was, well, there was definitely there was a number of things that happened. Uh, I, I went over. Speaking of Dave Moore, I went over to his house to uh, barbecue. Oh, okay, uh, you cool. remember that? I came over to Rad first, and we yeah, went yeah. to barbecue. Cause you you never showed up, but I had. Yeah, I fell yeah, asleep. You were yep. asleep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. So that was kind of an interesting day because I had gone over, uh, and as you know. Many, many podcasts ago, the last time I worked as an imaginary uh, electronic arts executive, you know that obviously we are required to eat at Burger King as often as possible. Yes. Which, by the way, 
our advertising for someone who doesn't play a lot of video games, Jeff. Our advertising has been working. On I you. know. Do you want to take a second here and tell the listeners that you've been at Burger King Holy like nearly every day for shit. the past two weeks? Yeah, they uh, they changed the toppings and the patty on the BK veggie burger, and they're open till two. Yeah, changed my life. And no, they wait, have, wait, wait, and wait, they have Slurpees. Wait. Holy, wait shit a second. Balls. Are you sure? That you haven't played some Army of Two or Fight Night Three they or anything. Very, they very well could have subliminally. Yeah. Got me Are into you sure it? that we don't deserve some credit for you this, know, or was it just the change in the veggie burger? I don't care. Maybe. I'm good. Like, is there any possibility that I you picked so up satisfied. our new title, Command and Conquer Four: Colon Change in the Veggie Burger? <laughs> Did <laughs> you? One, I could have played that one. Okay. I was testing some movies, and the All little right. one framers got. Me. If you if you pick up a copy of uh, Battlefield Heroes, which I highly highly recommend. Uh-huh. You'll also notice that you can pay an extra five dollars in game to change the veggie burger. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, that's you can just rearrange was. the toppings. Uh-huh. I think it's like fifty cents a topping to I change see. it around in there. It's so it's maybe perfect. yeah, okay, yeah. It yeah. could have been that. Could have been maybe BK Spore. Right? Yes, yeah. BK Spore. You have discovered new creamy ranch dipping sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. A and classic. Take it into space. That's right. Right. And yeah, then you yeah. colonize by putting Burger King outlets all over yeah, the exactly. universe. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God! How did they miss that? <laughs> How do you know it's not in That's there? That's a very good point. Maybe eventually they will, because it's user-generated content, and totally. one of those users could be Burger King, yeah. and they could have a very high bias towards picking Burger King-oriented creatures. Totally. You know, it's got like this nice custom BK paint job no, on the just, creature with like the little commercial little king. will just be like oh, that the king crazy head. king. The king head could be something you could stick on creatures as an attachment, totally. right? It'd be like walking around. No, that would just be one of the things in the palette. You don't even have to model that. That's it's what like I'm saying. BK king. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's one of the attachables like uh-huh. when you attach claws uh, or uh, or lips or whatever you can just stick the bk head on there yeah it'll yep. be perfect anyway so i went to burger king and uh i pulled into the burger king mm-hmm. and the patrons who had parked on either side of the spot into which i had pulled my car okay were very close together there's not a lot of room you for had my to car. squeeze in? I had okay. to squeeze in, okay? And that doesn't scare you because you don't care about your car. Like, I don't give door a Door sh- it. Go oh, for dude, it. Dude, are you kidding? If you door ding my car, the That's... door would stick to the sap right. that covers yeah, exactly. your car. Like, right. when I pull my car into a spot... People move. It is almost <laughs> impossible for the other people to not be getting the raw deal when yeah, I open okay. my car door and just, like, nail it into the side of theirs or whatever when I'm yeah. trying to, like, weasel out or whatever. But, hey, you know what? Don't park so close to the line okay. if you're worried about your car, okay? Uh-huh. Anyway, I open up the car door and I squeeze out. I squeeze out. But as I am like shuffling past, after I close the door and I'm shuffling past to get to the thing, like my pant leg goes into slightly the wheel well of the car. Okay. And it is not a clean car. Okay. Okay. Not my car, the other car. Oh, okay. I mean, my car is also not a clean car, but that's not so what, you're that's not the smudged. point. So I now have this huge, gigantic smear down the front of my pant leg. Okay. And I'm like, that's unattractive. <laughs> so after, I, of course, going into a Burger King, par for the course. I was not They're the like, slobbiest okay. attired individual there. I mean, right. let's hope EA corporate doesn't hear me say this. Right. But point being, it is not a high-class eating establishment. Okay. If anyone would have had any illusions about that. I finished my meal. I went back out to the car and I was like, well, I would like to change pants if possible before going to this barbecue. Why are you dancing the Kleenex bounce? I just noticed the Kleenex box has a star in it. Doesn't it look like that? It's a Mario star. Yeah. Okay. It's fabulous. I know. Can we stay on topic here, please? No. 
Like, when have we stayed on topic? The fact that we've kept this story going is amazing alone. That's good, but this is a fabulous story. Okay, keep it going. You've got a smudge. It's a terrible story. I'm hoping this ends up in the bonus because it's really, it doesn't pay off at all. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so point being, you have to have a payoff. At the there's end. no, there's no payoff in the story. I'm <laughs> telling you ahead of time. Right really, no, it's, it's, I'm telling you right now. It's more just because, it, it, yeah. Some of your stories are like that. You get to the end and then you're just like, well, that's, that's because it. I don't really and tell stories. You're the storyteller. We do have to tell a story today. That's the thing. Yes. Okay, keep going. Okay. So point being, I, I want to get a new pair of pants. I'm just like, okay, let's go buy a pair of pants. Right? Okay. So I go to the malls, which are right there, uh-huh. right? I just drive down the street, like four blocks, and I go to the malls. You're in Bellevue or something? Yeah, I'm in Bellevue. So I go okay. to Bellevue Square Mall. I'm like, how hard is it to get a pair of pants at, at a mall, right? Uh-huh. Presumably not, not that hard. Right. Now, what I fail to realize, right, is that the Bellevue Square Mall is architected around selling to a very specific demographic. And which, that is? Into which I do not in any way fit. I, I see. And that is, that is A, I'm male, which okay. already puts me at a massive disadvantage. And B, I'm like 30. I'm okay. 31, but okay. I'm over 30 is the point. And that puts me at basically so far out of the possible clientele. You didn't buy right? like some super baggy jeans that your ass would hang out of? Come on. So here's the That's thing. That's a good look. I just want some cargo pants. Uh-huh. That's all I want some cargo pants. What are cargo pants so, exactly? Cargo Let's... pants are just pants that have pockets on the, on the, uh, like knees. Okay. Like, I mean, well, we're just above the knee. Okay. Right. So you have a second set of pockets. That's where I put my cell phone. Oh, That's I see. All. Just, just clanking around phone. by your knee. Just want to place my cell phone. Okay. You know? Is that too much to ask? Yep. All right. So anyway, I start going into these stores. I'm walking around, right? All right. I go into like, you know, the Gap or something. Sure. And they have like two pairs of cargo pants, neither of which are my size. Like literally that's it. So yep. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm fucked. I walk out of there. I go into Abercrombie and no, I don't know where I go. I try to go to Banana Republic. It's closed. <laughs> I try to go to some other store. I don't know who it was, Eddie Bauer or whatever. That's it. No cargo pants there. I finally, I go into Abercrombie and Fitch, right? Uh-huh. Which I don't really understand Abercrombie and Fitch. I don't know what the idea is behind Abercrombie and Fitch. There's like basically just nude men everywhere, right? Like that's the marketing uh-huh. situation, right? But they sell like clothes in there that are ostensibly look more like straight clothes to me. So I guess it's for like girlfriends shopping for clothes for their guys I or don't something. Know. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Like I have no idea how it works, right? Okay. But I'm I'm working my way through the store and it's ba- it's been overgrown with like flora like it's kind of like i'm i'm trying to work my way yeah there's like lots of ferns and stuff okay so i'm trying to figure out if there's any cargo pants and there's some cargo shorts but i can't find the pants so i I, and i can't tell i'm like in this jungle i'm confused so i go up to the (laughs) counter and i ask the girl there i'm like do you have any cargo pants like full-length cargo pants or just shorts okay and she gave me this look like I, I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. There wasn't a lot of horsepower behind her. Like, there wasn't a lot of synaptic firing going on back there. All right. But she knew her business, right? Uh-huh. And she... You're, you're on her... Do- you're on right, her... Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Turf. She looked back at me and she was like, maybe three years ago. <laughs> awesome. I was like... Okay, thank you, and awesome. I am out of here. <laughs> thank you, and good night, everybody. I'm going to go like, buy some cheese. Yeah, totally. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, you... So I have so no idea. Did- <laughs> so I was, not, I was not offended by this, I have to tell you, because, I mean, hey, I don't, 
I my dressing scheme is like I want to buy the cheapest clothes possible <laughs> because I have bought expensive clothes before. I had to go to an opera opening, uh-huh. right, in San Francisco. Wow. Okay. So I went to a fancy, like a store that I kind of liked. I like looked around for a while, and I was like, I like the clothes in the store. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go buy some a suit, right? Because I need yep. to buy a suit. So I go in there, and I'm like talking with them and doing all stuff. And the problem is, is that, you know, I understand. I have an opinion okay. about what I would like to wear. Sure. And if I allowed myself to wear what I wanted to wear, it would cost like $50,000 a year, oh, I see. Okay. right? It's like the instant I let myself go beyond cargo pants and a t-shirt. You're in trouble? It, a lot of trouble, okay. right? And there's no question that there are stores set up to take that money from you, I right? See. You can spend an arbitrarily large amount of money on clothing. Yep. Right. So if you let yourself spend an arbitrarily large amount of, you can. And so I was just like, no, I, I know from that experience that I will always force myself to only wear extraordinarily simple, cheap clothing. I see. Because otherwise it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. You'd be sure. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't care if it's three year old fashion. That's fine with me. Okay. I'll tell you a story Mm -hmm. that's similar to this one. Good. Cause I need some of these crackers. Yeah. You eat the crackers. So this one time, I actually was, this was a Wendy's. I pulled up to a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. This is probably 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, pulled up to a drive-thru. And the lady in there was kind of looking at me, like kind of quizzing, like looking whatever. She's looking at me a whole bunch of times, right? And it kind of freaking me out. I'm like, whoa, does she like me or something? You know, and I might, all these things are going through my mind. Right. And I'm like... You know, trying not to look back. I'm fucking with my radio, like turning. Can I, the air can I ask a, a quick question, though? Yeah. So, the girl at the drive-through window mm-hmm. is looking at you. Yes. And your go-to thought is maybe she likes me. Yeah. Well, it was like she's looking directly at me, like in this way, and I'm like, I'm freaked. I'm a little freaked out. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. So let me finish. All so right. I'm playing with this stuff, and I'm like, I I don't like this. I'm like nervous. Right? right. I don't like this whole situation. No, I just I'm not. Like- I just want to get. I'm just trying to understand something here, okay? Because we have had discussions on this podcast. Uh huh. Right. We've had experience together. Yes. Okay. Where we have pulled into a parking lot. Yes. In a Ferrari. Yes. And everyone has looked at you, and you're like, No, they don't do that. Yet you pulled up to the drive-through window of a Wendy's. Right. And you no, think that the girl was... there is checking no, 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 you no. out. Okay. Yes. What is wrong with you? Wait. Let you me finish no the story. You have no idea what's going on around you. I may you? not. You I are no completely idea. confused. And I end up getting focused. I know she's doing it. And every time right. I, I actually okay. look over there. Yeah. Sure. She's looking at me. Okay. I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm sure. That's I'm playing yeah. with the radio. I'm like okay. turning the air conditioner on. You're trying to ignore it. You're just trying like, to ignore it. Why is this person staring at me? And so she comes to the window. She goes, hey. And I'm like, uh, hey. And she goes, don't I know you? And I'm like, um. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if, if I, I know you or, um, I, yeah. don't, where do you work? And like, wow. Cause as soon as she said, where do I work? That changes my mindset right because like right. work is something where i am actually in full control like that is not a thing that i i can talk about what i do okay i'm very comfortable in that i'm like, okay yeah i work at a video but game but company. purchasing food well, wait, wait, at a drive-through window wait, is, wait, a, wait, is wait, a foreign wait a alien experience no no it's not that no okay. no it's like i just didn't have any i didn't have any 
firm ground to stand on there. All right. And now I do. She's interested in what I do. Right. Right. And I'm good at what I do. Right. Right. Like, oh, I own a video game company. And she goes, oh. And I go, what? And she goes, I thought you worked at The Gap. Whoa. The Gap was so much cooler yeah. than owning a video game company. You're like, so I got like, gene folding skills. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. I Have you ever you... seen now here's the thing. That that is that is nearly exactly the same experience. <laughs> exactly. Sort of, isn't yeah, it? that's what it now, reminded me of. Uh you realize, of course, that that I think everyone's had this experience. Have you ever gone to one of those stores? And now they all they always have like these little uh kind of microphones in their ear, like a microphone headpiece thing. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about? You go into like a gap or something, and they're it's like secret service or something. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? They have an earpiece, they can talk to like other people we have in a the man store. Down in men's shoes. Right, exactly. Yep. Now I was wondering what these are for, but I think I realized what it was for because I've noticed if you go to any place in the store and you ruffle the merchandise. Uh-huh. Very soon after they've determined you're no longer ruffling in that area, somebody comes by and like poofs it back up again. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I see. I think there's they somebody watching. Fluffers, I think basically. there's someone in the back yeah. who has like a secret satellite camera that is looking at the layout of the store. And as soon as they're like, okay, we're going to need someone to go in there and put those jeans back up in the shelf. I see. Okay, I see. actually, uh, unit 341, you are closest to that position. Camera 5, I, want I need to, to zoom in over right. here. I need you to yeah, pan exactly. right. And I want you to right. scroll over and follow that guy in section wait, 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 wait. Nope, they're going back to the close. Yep. Pull back. Pull back. Everyone pull back. Okay, wait for it. Wait for it. And now. Okay, fold. he's turning around Begin talking folding. to the wife. Now. Begin fold folding. now. Fold now. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Because what else would they need those little headsets for? It's not high command. Yeah. No, right? Lives are be. not at stake here. It could be that they're just left over from them being at the gym. Right, teaching like the aerobics class, and they go right <laughs> from that job to the other job. It's which possible. Is, I don't know. Well, I don't think that's actually true, though, because they don't look like the same people to me. The people who work in a gap don't look like aerobics instructors to me. Yeah, could I think they don't. You, you don't. You don't think there's a crossover there? There you may be a crossover class. Occasionally, they're not teaching? yeah, occasionally there may be a crossover, but no, I don't. I don't know. No. They file, I file them into different mental categories. Now, here's what I will say: maybe it's it is more like the Secret Service. Like maybe if there was a crazed gunman. And he was shooting at some of the exclusive fall line. Right, not the They people, would dive right. in front of that. Right. Right, and take the bullet. For the mannequin. For the mannequin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Probably Did not. Did he make it? And yeah, then they exactly. rush the mannequins into the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I went to Portland last weekend, you know, for a quick I do trip. know you went to Portland last yeah. weekend. And you know what? I don't know how many listeners we have from Portland. None. But okay, good because Portland <laughs> sucks cock. What it is the worst. I heartily disagree with oh, that statement. Oh my god! I cannot disagree strenuously enough. I think Portland's fabulous. Oh my god! Okay, in Portland, first off, that sounds like the warm up to a like you know you're a redneck if in Portland. Okay, here's the they thing. got gun racks on their gun. You know that's what I you thought know, you were basic, saying. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant here a bit. First I, off, I can't wait to disagree with everything you say because right. that's ridiculous. Okay, first off, and maybe it's the part of Portland I'm in, downtown Portland, okay? You can't tell the difference between the people who live in Portland and the homeless people. They look exactly the same. One of them's wearing clothes that they have to. One of them's wearing clothes that are ironic 
and they got some crazy t-shirt, haven't washed, I'm dirty. Like, if there was a bomb in Portland, you wanted to have a dirty bomb in Portland, it'd be made out of fucking soap. Because the whole city needs a shower. No, you are off your rocker. Let me let me finish. You You walk around. You're walking around Portland. Yeah, this happened to me multiple times. Yeah, you know when you're walking and you're like, uh oh, crazy homeless person sitting on the road. You can't tell in Portland. I walked right up to this person. You are, and the person looked in me, looked right in my eyes, and went, num 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 num, (laughs) and I was like, fuck, and then just kept moving. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere in the downtown is like vintage clothes, vintage albums, vintage books. There's a bookstore across the street from fucking Powell's. Like, what the fuck is it doing there? I don't understand. Is there seriously a bookstore? Yes. What is what bookstore is across? It's from like Powell? like books for uh radicals. Like it's crazy. Oh, okay, right, like, right. You're talking about like revolution books down in in Capitol Hill or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Then, okay, I thought it was crazy on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, there's like a street fair downtown. Oh, right? cool. Now, street fairs, you usually get the like hippie looking dudes. Yeah. In Portland, right. In Portland, that was the squaring of the filth and craziness. Every three guys was carrying some shitty guitar on his back, like strapped to his back yeah. with the neck pointed down. Yeah. Yep. And usually with two girls following behind in like crazy yep. flower dresses and then a little hat, those kind of <laughs> crocheted hats. I know what you're talking down. about. Yep. It was, oh my God. It was like 95 <sighs> degrees. And so I just figured it out. I just finally figured out what, what the deal is here. Me. So. You remember last time uh, on the podcast, I, you know what? Did this make it into the podcast? I don't know. When I was talking about your own personal hell in Sartre's No Exit, did you, did you cut that segment? I was talking about how hell in, in that play was being trapped in a room for all eternity with two people who drive you crazy. I think we kept that in because we were talking about the sociopathic link policy of mine, yeah. right? Yeah, and that was your and it was hell. you. It was you and Ryan were the sending two people in my hell room sending me animal links. <laughs> right. Now I don't know if that made it in the podcast or if you cut that or not. I can't. But remember. now think... we, we've refreshed the uh, audience in case uh, okay. in case it was not in the podcast. Yep. So I figured it out. Tell right. Me. This is going to be what your hell is, Portland. It is hempfest. Well, it's like you have oh, to yeah. go. To like this unwashed the place. Only, but see, even Hemp Fest, yeah. like at least you get free weed eventually there. This was like, Maybe, all I could yeah, get okay. is patchouli oil out right, of these yep. people, right? Yeah, so, like, oh, sorry, it's a music festival then. Yes, it's okay. Sasquatch, right? If you go to Sasquatch <laughs> Music Festival, that's your yes. hell. It's it's an eternity-long Sasquatch Music Festival. What's the shitty one they have here in the summertime? Bumbershoot? Bumbershoot is my hell. Well, see, yeah. now, the, but this is the nice thing, is that Penny Arcade scheduled packs opposite Bumbershoot. So this so year, just just, you it. totally got, oh. you got uh, That's true. I didn't, saved by the, I didn't by the competing any, conference. I didn't. Yeah. Do you think there's some crossover, some, like, hippie gamer that's like, fuck, and can't go to both? Hmm, it's possible. And he's, like, taking, like, a cab. Oh, what am I saying? He's riding his fucking bicycle. Let's not go cab. He's riding his bicycle back and forth between the conferences. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I highly doubt that. 
Anyone uh, who anyone who wants to go to Bumbershoot for all four days and wants to go to PAX for all three days, I'm sure there are some people in the world who fit that. But it is the that Venn diagram crosses in a very small. very narrow. What is that shape? Uh, tiny. The intersection the of two ellipses. Is it called that an kind of thing? An analyst? No, that's a. Is it an analyst? Little cardioid things. I don't don't know. I'm gonna say analyst, but that's probably wrong. Okay. So the thing, whatever that is, the intersection of two circles is very, very small. Because I mean, if you're somebody who wants to, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play like D and D tabletop games for three days straight, versus like I'm gonna go listen to like the Red Hot Chili Peppers play in the, you know, or whatever. That that's probably not, you know, the same. So, so here's one funny thing about PAX I saw is there were lots of people dressed up as video game characters and stuff like that. Do you remember that? Yeah, although considerably less than I might have guessed. Like it was, it was fairly reserved on the on the. Yeah, there were a bit. What I don't get is there were some that were like dressed up as early Halloween. What do you mean? Well, there was the dude that was dressed up like the Joker. Yeah. No video game tie-in. He's just dressed up like he's going to go to PAX as the Joker. Oh, wait, I got to tell the story of the awesome Joker that came down the escalator. Yeah. When you had to hit the can and I'm waiting for you at the bottom of the escalator. Yeah. This dude in a Joker, in bad Joker makeup, I might say. This wasn't like, he didn't do a good job. That's kind of hard to define, right? Because the Joker's makeup is bad on purpose. Yes. This was just So that means it was good makeup, I guess? And he'd sweat, so it kind of was like this. He's coming down the escalator and he's... He's demonstrably shuffling in his hands Joker cards. And he's like, I'm king of the world, man. He's like, gets to the very bottom of the escalator and loses the bridge, right? Oh, man. And they go all over right at the bottom of the thing. So he goes, oh, shit. Now, the Joker's a pretty scary character. Yes. In in the movie, but more so even in the comics. He's a scary guy. Yeah. I guarantee you the Joker never stopped at the bottom of the escalator and tried to scoop all his no, cards No, I'm up sure he probably did not as do that. Yeah. other crazy dressed up people are going, dude, dude. And they're like all big snarling. Oh, no. Did like, he cause like a log jam? Well, there were two guys that were like doing this backwards moonwalk while the escalator went oh, under because they're like, no. dude, dude, dude. And then they ran into some people that couldn't oh, back God. up. And then it was just like, <laughs> and he finally like, Oh, like he totally oh. lost his mojo. I kind of feel bad. I was laughing my ass off. I well, you came down not long yeah. after that, and I was like, "Did you fucking see that?" And you're no, like, "No, I didn't nope. see it." No, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Bad Joker. Bad, bad Joker. Well, I think that if the Joker had spun his cars out into the air like that, he would just walk straight through them and keep going. Yeah, of course. Right. Well, I'm assuming like, that's kind of what the Joker... Was, even if that was, like, in some crazy universe where I thought that it'd be awesome to dress up and, and go out in public like the Joker, if I blew the What bridge, do you mean in some crazy... Of course it's awesome to dress up in crazy outfit and go out as the Joker. As long as okay. you're willing to pull it off. I mean, yeah. the well, primary problem here was not that it's not cool to dress as the Joker. I'm on board with that. The problem is you have to actually do the Joker thing, probably, to make that work. No, right? I, well, I, I would argue on the coolness side, but even then, yeah, you blow the bridge, the cards go everywhere. You're just yeah. like, I meant you just walk like you're fucking awesome, yeah. right? And everyone's like, fuck, are these cards laced right. with, like, Smilex or something? Right. No, you don't pick them up. You don't go, shit, these cost me a lot of money. My mom's going to kill me if I don't come back with all 52 Joker cards. Now, uh, can you buy a deck of all Joker cards, or did this poor guy actually buy 52 
decks that of cards. Would be awesome. and, well, I guess you don't need 52 because there's two jokers with a normal deck. So you only have to buy, what, like uh, 26. So you have 26 am, decks of cards and he took the jokers out of I each imagine, one. I feel even worse now. I imagine that you probably feel, go online very and you can bad. probably yeah. find, like, yeah, Acme has the joker deck. For that, your, that's probably true. Yeah, you just buy an Acme joker deck. Yeah. Maybe it comes with a costume, too. Yep. You know, there was, there, a, you know, there was a really good Harley Quinn. Did you see her? I did see a Harley Quinn with a Joker, but she wasn't very good. So it was probably there was a Harley one. Quinn who had like a hundred percent neoprene, like well, not neoprene, like leather outfit that mm. was exact. Like oh, it had okay. the thing, then it had all the checkerboard exactly right, and I'm mean, well exact. I know about as much about Harley yeah. Quinn as you know. She didn't as, come from the comics. I don't know who the fuck that even is, to be yeah. honest with you. But oh, I just, I like just like Joker's remember you, you've uh, Mr. J, Mr. J. She has what? this crazy Are you kind serious? of. Uh, oh, she's she was great. Oh. She came from the animated series, um, and oh. everyone loved her so much. They put her they back in the comic, her into and gave her her own comics and stuff. And she's more serious, obviously, in the comics than she is now. But she's kind of comic relief in the in the animated series, and she's terrific every single time. So I see. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess you did not see that Harley Quinn. I did see one funny thing in 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 Portland. There was this huge dude. He must have been six foot eight. Yeah. Three hundred pounds. Yeah. And I was approaching him, and you know, when there's someone of that size, and I remember my dad when I was a little kid. I was I'm reasonably tall. Yeah. And my dad's tall. And he said, you know, here's one funny thing: is like when you're a tall person. When you see someone taller than you, it's kind of unusual. So yes, you, that's correct. They seem you're really not huge used to this or weird. Scale. It's like yeah. why is there you've someone bigger? Been, yeah. Anyway, so he's like six eight, maybe three hundred pounds. Just a right. huge human being. I'd be very interested to see how you tie this into Harley Quinn. Well, I, this isn't going to tie in. This is tied okay. into Portland. Okay. I just remembered the the thing because of the voice. When I walked by him, he was typing on. He's texting on his phone, and he apparently read something that he liked because he went. Booyah! <laughs> what? He said, he said like booyah. Whoa! But he did it. He did it in a really high voice, like booyah. Like, Whoa! It was. Okay, I just that's kept awesome. walking and trying that's not to cool. laugh, and I kind of like snickered a little bit as I went past him. Well, because it is kind of funny. It is. Fu- it was a very funny response. He must have got something good. Well, I was. Like, I was uh, reading recently. Uh, his band <clears throat> got a gig. <laughs> I was, uh, I, as uh, my current book is a biography of, uh, Edward R. Murrow. Mm. And, uh, in it, I, I didn't actually realize this before. Did it smell I like cigarettes? Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And brandy. Uh, so I didn't actually know this previously because I guess I had just missed this. I mean, I knew the phrase, oh, the humanity, but I didn't know what that comes from. Right. The Hindenburg? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. And so I was like, uh, talking to my friend, Matt. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, I didn't know the old humanity. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that video. Like, it's online. You know, you mm-hmm. can go see the old humanity. I was like, oh, that's cool. I should go check that out sometime. I've never seen that. The I didn't even know they had video. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And he goes like, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, I watched it and I thought the dude had, like, a really weird high voice or something. But then I found out it's because of, like, the tape transfers, the way that they do them. It's like, it, or the way that oh, they really? recorded in those days. Like, it didn't. I thought he's right? just freaking out. Yeah. So, apparently, that's not true. Like, he normally has a. A deeper voice, but it's like because the record. I, oh. I don't know. This is just what Matt was telling me. But so since I've never seen the video, now in my head, like the Hindenburg explosion has some dude going like, "I'm the humanity, <laughs> yeah, I'm the humanity," and it's like for some reason I can't shake. Get I gotta that, have to go watch the actual the video one. to like put the horror back into it, me because now it's like comedy <laughs> with some really high pitched dude, That's like awesome. booyah, booyah, Hindenburg. Yeah, He's exactly. happy. Booyah. Yeah, exactly. So. I have to say now that I guess it's it's been a you know it's been a long learning experience 
but I can now say definitively that I understand hardcore pornography. Oh, okay. Now, because through, pre- what say again? Through lots of study. No home home study. No, because this is the problem. Homeschooling is I I never got that. Like I just didn't get it. I was okay. like, oh man, like it was. It's like watching a like a surgery video or something. It's like <laughs> I don't want to see anything. Like I I I need this to be vague. You guys okay. have to. You're gonna have to cover that shit up for me if that's okay, right? <laughs> Move along, right? Uh... And so I. It's hard to empathize exactly. Like, I understand mentally, like, I, I can, I can just put myself mentally in the position and say, well, whatever, you know, everyone has different things that, like, get them excited. So obviously it is getting them excited, but I don't really, I can't fully empathize with that until recently. Okay. Because I had my own experience that I feel like then put it all together in my head. Okay. So that now I get it. I see. So uh, what happened is when I went over to Dave Moore's to barbecue. God damn it, you're getting him in trouble. No, I don't think I am. Okay. I hope I'm not getting him in okay, trouble. Keep going. We'll see if I get him in trouble or not. This this right I, now, this suspense that's hanging in the air. Yeah. Dave's going, listening to this, going, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. That's a good point. Yeah. He's like, what did I say? Yeah, Shit. Yeah. No, like he comes, this. he's fine. He yeah. has no, he has nothing, nothing to worry about. Don't, don't relieve Oh, I meant, suspense. well, here it comes, boys. <laughs> uh, so he told me. And I don't remember exactly how this came up in conversation. I think it was because I was decrying the sort of general lack of attention to grammatical things in communication, you know, in, in written communication. Okay. And uh, I think he's, he, so I think it had something to do with that. But anyway, he mentioned to me, he said, there's a Grammar Girl podcast. And it's oh, a I've podcast her, yeah. where there's like, you know, this girl who does a different like grammar topic every week, right? Or and every she's I don't like, know how often. And, yeah, and she's like know. the apostrophe S hater and all that. I don't yeah. know. I've not listened to the podcast, but I know. Yeah, okay. Because she's kind of cute. So my mind immediately extrapolates this into the best possible scenario, right? <laughs> Which is like super hot grammar podcast, right? Because that sounds exactly like like that is so up my alley, I can't even tell you, right? Like I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. I'm going to be able to listen to these like late at night when I'm going to bed, you know, and it's going to be great. Like, this is going to be like super hot. It's going to be awesome. I before E. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So the next day, right. I remember this. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to check out that grammar girl podcast. It's going to be awesome. And so I download the grammar girl podcast. Right. And I listen to it and it is not hot at all. And I realized that the reason that it's not hot, there's, well, there's a couple reasons it's not hot. I think just the base level, the girl is not hot, right? Like, she's not fast. Like, she's not, like, I was expecting, like, like, on top of it, sarcastic grammar stickler girl. Right. She's not that, right? So there's a little bit of that. That's what you wanted. There's a little bit of that. That's what you hoped. So it's a little bit of a personality mismatch, right? right? She probably is more, like, there's other people who want that kind of a grammar girl and they're getting that. But I'm, that's not what I wanted. So I'm a little bit underserved in that sense. But then what I realized is really the problem with it is it's soft core grammar porn. Oh, okay. I okay. See. She was not saying anything that I didn't already know. That's not just a high school grammar class level grammar. I right? see. So I was like, I realized mentally, I was like, this is what it must be like. It's like somebody goes and rents a video that I would find totally hot. And they're like, 
this is bullshit. Right. Like, this doesn't have anything in it that I want to see. Right, right, Like, right. I was done with this when I was, like, 17, man. <laughs> like, I was just fucking, that's nothing, right? All right, right. Been and there, done that. Right, been there, done that. And that is exactly the feeling that I was having in this podcast. So it's like, I want hardcore, I want explicit I see. grammar podcast. I right. want sentences diagrammed. Yeah, exactly. Right? I want them like, broken right. down. Yes, exactly. I want them graphed. Yes. Right? I want you to be harsh with those sentences. <laughs> I want you to explain yeah. when I right. should use a semicolon, yeah. right? Like, that's the kind of thing. Obscure stuff, like... I don't need the colon. I don't need the comma. Right. Not the semicolon. Yeah, and I want what? historical references. Yeah. I want to know about old English. I want you to to go through differences in dictionaries. Like uh. I want like all that stuff is just a given, right? <laughs> I want historical writer references, right? I want to be like, well, you know, Mark Twain would have said I this, see. right? You know, but like, I don't know. I, I see. This is my point. If <laughs> if I could say right now those things, then even that wouldn't be hardcore enough. But like, I'm not very literary. She should be able to blow me away, I right? See. Like, I should come away from this just feeling like like I've been just totally drilled. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I should be feeling like totally owned by this podcast, so, and I so was that not. Mean, like, there was a your versus well, your podcast. If you cannot tell the difference between your versus your, okay. <laughs> Shut the podcast off. Okay. So wait, wait. It's that just like everything lead. else, right? Well, that's like you know the Playboy, the your versus your is oh, like it's it's, 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 it's just the it's soft like stuff. Sports Illustrated, right? Okay. okay. Sports your Illustrated versus swimsuit. your is like no one's even okay, taking their sure. clothes off. Right. Okay, they're pretty much so you clothed. Want like, and then and it goes all the way to like pretty soon there's like grammar mistress. Who's right. like, yes. when you don't say it right, yes. like... That she, would be fabulous. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I, I want as hardcore grammar porn as, as you can do. get, yeah. right? I want, like, girl on a horse on midget equivalent grammar I porn, see. right? As obscure and fucked new. up as yeah. you can get. That's what I want. And I will be into it. Yeah. I will be your number one fan. So grammarshisa.com yeah, exactly. is going up yes, soon. That's right. Just a service right. case. Yes. <laughs> if I could find that, boy, that would be awesome. Do you want to talk about this? What does this say? Walk, don't run? Yeah. Okay. What so, is this? Okay. Well, ahead. so what I wanted to say uh, about Walk, Don't Run uh-huh. was that apparently there is a Cary Grant movie called Walk, Don't Run. Which is about the Olympics or something. I don't know. I'm not a Cary Grant. Uh, you should ask Alicia. I'm sure wow, she has okay. the encyclopedic Cary Grant knowledge. I don't think but I've seen that one. I've seen a lot. I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen hardly any. Yeah. But in it, my my friend Matt, we're t- same time we're talking about the Hindenburg, uh, oh the humanity thing. He was saying because uh, I had told him this. This goes all along with the grammar fetish, obviously. I, for a while, decided to try to make sure, even in conversation, that I would never dangle a preposition, right? Oh, okay. I always wanted to make sure that my prepositional phrases completed. All right. And it's actually pretty tough to do. Even when I was doing I got pretty good at it, but I still, every now and again, will dangle one. And it's a little bit, you know, tough to get them all. Right, <laughs> but if, if you're you dangling in front of the grammar girl, it's all good. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then she'll, she'll, she'll spank me for that. It'll be perfect. Uh, no, so... What happened is he was telling me, because I had told him about that, and he uh, was telling me that in this movie, it had reminded me him of our conversation, because in it, Cary Grant says, what kind of girl ends a sentence with a preposition as a cut? To like to to the person you know who he's with, who I'm sure they fall madly in love and whatever, as all the Cary Grant movies do. But 
My point is, this is how far we've come, okay? In popular culture, in an entertainment comedy film, right, right, in like 1950 or whatever, you could cut someone by suggesting that they incorrectly positioned a preposition, okay? Right. Now we're at the point where you're lucky if the preposition is included in the sentence, yeah. well, let alone in the right place. If you want to hear really good wordplay kinds of stuff yeah the old movies is what you want to go with because they're so fast like yeah. the carrie grant the uh clark gable okay um a lot of movies I've and, heard the and name. Catherine hepburn all those where they're very the wordplay is so fast so vicious i mean it's nasty yeah yeah it blows you away i mean people say like hey if you go to a play and the wordplay was really good and stuff like that and like it's nothing compared to how the movies were like 30 years ago. They were well, that's because so those were playwrights, right? Yes, I mean, they, they, they were writing the same. Yeah. It, right, right, straight from there. So, but but with movies, you get not only that, but you get to edit the shit down. Right, so that's no and you pauses, can practice it a few times. And you can too. cut you the can way what you're you want, looking yeah. at, and like, yeah, they they were they were masks. Because you see some things now where they're trying where they try that, um, like uh, I mean, Hudsucker Proxy pulled it off for the most part, but mm-hmm. she wasn't quite as good as yeah. the rest of them and yeah. um certainly things like uh the football movie with george clooney wanted to do that and it never got there where they're trying to do the screwball comedy thing and mm. it just was a total failure anyway but yeah yeah seeing some of those old movies even things like bringing up baby which that movie kind of annoys me because katherine hepburn yeah. is so annoying well i have the a problem with so fast like to be honest with you Cary grant is such a terrible actor it I really hurts like Cary Grant. Like, it he's just, hurts me. He just plays him. Yeah, he but sure his does. Little, his little... He is the Kevin Costner of his day, although at least he well, was no, a little I, bit faster with yeah, the Yeah, well, like, I don't like when he says something directly, but when somebody says something to him and he says something and he's kind of turning away yeah. are just devastating. So I think it's closer to say that... Um, uh, Hugh Grant is way closer to Cary Grant, where he can only. And now play you're saying himself. that because his last name is Grant. Yeah. But no, like he can only play himself, and he is funnier on the downbeat. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Cary Grant. There are some good ones. I don't like him in serious movies because I don't think he can pull that off. But in Charade, is I he think in a lot terrific. of serious movies? Yeah, yeah, um, quite a few actually. Right. But Charade was really good. I like that one. Um, and that movie is total fluff. Oh, Cary Grant. Yeah. I thought you meant Hugh Grant. Oh, I'm, I'm like, what serious movies has Hugh Grant been in? And I was like, there are probably one or two, but like, yeah. God. Yeah, it's hard for me to think. He's in a mostly comedy. Yeah, or just that light stuff where he can right. be a little silly yeah. and play himself. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're totally off. What were we? Where were we? I was oh, just talking about the girl who ends a sentence with a preposition. I see. I see. Do you want to talk about this uh, crazy uh, fact that this lady killed herself before they powered up the, um, what is it? The large hate, hate, how do you say that? Hadron? <laughs> Don't look at me. The large Hadron, Hadron is how I would say it, okay. but I'm not Hadron sure. Hadron Collider, they, she was so worried it was going to destroy the world. She killed herself first. Doesn't that seem like a bad way to manage that risk? I, I, like that pretty much guarantees. Yeah. That's like, you know, you know, turning the hose on in your basement because you think a flood's coming, right? Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. Well, uh, so here's... But if she was worried about the Hellgate, maybe she just figured once the pig demons emerge... But can't you just kill yourself when you see the pig demons coming? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. They got them mind rays, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) The pig demon mind rays. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if the Hellgate has opened yet or not. Um, I'm imagining that it has. 
probably because that's the only logical conclusion. Well, they are looking for the Hellgate particle, right? Like, the... <laughs> yeah, right. That magic Hellgate particle. Yeah, exactly. Like we know that there is a way to open the gates of hell, right? And we just haven't found it yet. Is the fact that they're going to destroy the world with the Hellgate particles scare you more or less than the fact that Greek hackers were able to get one subnet away from the control computer for it? Well, that freaked the shit out of I me. I didn't actually, till you told me that someone had hacked the Large Hadron, Hadron Collider, I didn't even know that that had happened. Okay, so that didn't, I was like, but, what the fuck? Why is this on the internet? Like, who needs to remote desktop? Into the collider, right? Well, like, yeah. So and here, fuck yes. up all the icons for the other researchers. Someone's yeah. like, "God damn it!" They're all up in the corner, crushed in, and it's playing all kinds of weird music because the dude like had like keep sounds at the <laughs> seriously. Why well, is that on the internet? Well, here, at all. Here's the thing that that I understand why one might get upset about the fact that it's on the internet because hey, people can hack into it and that's bad. But there's another thing that's bad that that suggests, which is. Under what circumstances is somebody running, like, the most expensive apparatus ever built by mankind without your, like, full attention? Like, <laughs> who is running the Large Hadron right, Collider I'm in a small home. little window, right. right, next to their chat, their cyber sex chat or something? <laughs> like, oh, hey, hold on a second, baby. I got to go, like, change the, like, magnetic deflectors or right. something. It's like, Ooh, what is happening hot. there? Yeah. I, if you are running the Large Hadron Collider, I want you sitting at the Large Hadron Collider, right. looking at the monitor with well, nothing on the screen except the controls. Right. And I want industrial metal-looking desks where the keyboard's yes. built into the And it the should desk. be like an Apple II, so it looks like yeah. a movie. It, it can't yeah. be. You can't have movable keyboard. The keyboard's got to be built yes. in the desk. Big keys. Big fat right. keys. So, some of the keys are a different click, color. Click, click, Green click, and click, red. Click, 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 click. Yeah. But... Every third attempt at a password succeeds. Yeah, that's got to be built in. Yeah, that's okay. because when someone needs, when the hero needs to shut off the Large Hadron Collider, when it when the bad guys have taken it over, he's gonna have to be able to get in somehow. So if you don't have it automatically <laughs> well, accept him after three tries, there's gonna be problems. I just think it'd be really depressing if Kevin Mitnick discovers the and spells Higgs bison with like Z's and E's uh, the thing is because he found it first. He found it so he's allowed and to name it. Everyone has to go, well, this elite particle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like pissed off. Yeah. Okay. You're just on crack here because you think that people are gonna be pissed off about something called elite particle when they named them charm, strange, yeah, what's beauty, up with that? We need like to talk to Higgs boson? Yeah. Like, if you name something a Higgs boson, you have lost all ability to criticize someone else's naming choices. Yeah, that's okay? true. You are not in a position to criticize the leak particle if you're we calling need to, anything a boson. We need to talk to Charles about this, because he was way into all of that before his programming days, and he can, can explain where these crazy names all came from. Maybe, but he was saying the other day, he was like, yeah, I've, I can't even it's read my old, like, my old technical papers, I don't even know what the fuck they say anymore. <laughs> and he wrote them. <laughs> Like, he's not talking about ones that he read, right? They're like ones he wrote. He's like, yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, so last week I asked everyone to send in a funny story because I love stories. And we got exactly one story, people. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I expect more stories, but we're going to read the, the story we did get because it was awesome. And Dave sent it in. And, and he had not told me this story before, which made it even sweeter. So you have the email up, right? I do have the okay. email up, and I can read you the story now. 
So, in the summer of 1994, I was homeless for about two weeks. I was working a summer internship in the software development lab at Reed, and he's referring to the college. Okay. And it didn't occur to me to check the date the dorms were locked against the date that the room I was renting for the summer opened up. Annoying, but I didn't think it would be a huge problem. There was a couch in the D-Lab, don't know what that stands for, Okay. which was in the sub-basement of the library. <laughs> now, sub-basement is kind of one of those terms that I expect to see only in, like, an H.P. Lovecraft story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. It's like, where is the demon, like, in la- the and we're, we're drawing the, like, chalk outline with yeah. the pentagram. It's like, it's in the sub-basement. Apparently, this is a real thing, and Dave Moore has been in one. And, and apparently there, yes. I guess. Yep. Crash in the sub-basement. Anyway, there was a couch in the D-Lab, which was in the sub-basement of the library, so I figured I would sleep there at night, moving the cushions under one of the lab counters so security wouldn't spot me crashing in the building. Okay. No problem. I'm 19 in coding. I'm there 24 hours a day anyway. That worked great until it became obvious that the second part of my plan, showering in the athletic center, wasn't going to work. The day after everyone left for the summer, they brought in bulldozers and knocked down the building (laughs) to build the new athletic center, ETA several months. Awesome. So his his clever plan of sleeping Foiled. in the sub basement yes. and showering in the athletic center was not, not gonna going work. to work. Right? Yes. It seemed so foolproof at first. Well, what was he going to do? The poor guy had <laughs> yeah. nowhere to nowhere to go. Still no problem. Now I'm just a smelly homeless guy. I thought two weeks, no shower, fine. I can deal. <laughs> I made it about five or six days before God I was ready it. to stab myself in the nose so I could stop smelling myself. You know, when you smell yourself, <laughs> things have gone wrong. Horribly wrong. Oh. Oh. Now, day five or six is, I think, probably just cresting the normal hippie threshold. Right. Like, I mean, they're they're usually like 10, 20, right? I mean, they do yeah. they do they shower? The the hippies? Yeah. At day five or six, you're pushing Portland. We'll call right. that push important. Because I feel like maybe at some point hippies kind of develop like this hippie crust, <laughs> right? That <laughs> they makes no it so the smell, smell. No, they oh they smell. Okay, but I thought they it no longer in like they a... no longer get any stinkier. Oh, okay, I see. Right, so I think it's not like a sausage skin. Yes, made of smell right, exactly. Material? Yeah, okay. kind of like airtight pantaloons that they use right. for fart research. <laughs> Don't stop it. Um. So anyway, back to the story. Yes. So new genius plan. The college cleaning ladies are working their way through the dorms, cleaning out the filth and weed residue from the school year. I'll just pick a dorm two or three down from when they're working, star, sneak into one of the bathrooms and get my clean on. Calgon, take me away. That was the best shower I've ever had, period. Was the that pro- shower in the in sneaking in behind the people? Yes. The all problem right. was that it was also one of the longest showers I've ever had. <laughs> now, the star that he starred there was, to truly visualize this part, you sort of have to know what Reed's old dorm block building looks like. <laughs> Just imagine that about 10% of the student body lives in a brick habitrail built in the 1930s. Okay. Okay. Of course, the cleaning crew caught up to me and correctly assumed, hey, there's a bum showering in the dorms. <laughs> oh, damn it. Campus cops called. Campus cops quietly wait outside bathroom until water turns off. <laughs> I'd much rather eject a clean bum, too, right. and wait about 10 seconds. 
They then enter and immediately take a Polaroid, which I can only assume is intended to be mounted on the break room wall primarily as a trophy and only secondarily as a keep this guy off campus notice. (laughs) Best shower ever, but not exactly the greatest photo. A confused look on my face and my junk hanging out of the towel. (laughs) Now, what I want to know is, how did he get to see the Polaroid? Did the cops, like... Let the thing expose, shake it. They're shaking. Like, wait a second. Yeah, just wait. It's too early. Don't All right. shake it. It doesn't, it doesn't get it fast. Yeah. yeah. And then they look at it and they're like, dude, check it out. Your junk's hanging out the towel. <laughs> this is awesome. We're going to need a third handcuff. Okay. So after a long discussion with the head of campus security, he probably just barely decides that since I'm not a random idiot, right. but an idiot employed by the college, that it would be more trouble than it's worth to kick me off campus. Now, I'm back in the lab trying to pretend that none of that ever happened. I didn't wonder what happened to the Polaroid until two or three days later. <laughs> oh, dear. That's it. He doesn't finish the story. That Polaroid is on Flickr somewhere. And we need to um, listeners, find it. Yeah, if you see the Dave Moore Polaroid. Polaroid. So do you think I'm going to get totally get murdered by some Portland file? I don't know. I thought the things you were saying were ridiculous. Oh, my God. I like Portland. I've, I've liked Portland every time I've been there. I think it's a great place. I mean, I don't know that I'd want to live there because I haven't really experienced it directly enough to know, like the neighborhoods well enough or to walk around. But I mean, I, I like everything about it. I, I thought Hawthorne street was great. I love Powell's. Um, there's a great Vietnamese restaurant there. That I don't, I ate at. you know, there's, I've been to Powell's you know, a lot of times and I've never got the, the love from Powell's. I like the technical bookstore mostly. Yeah. Um, the, I have a good technical bookstore story. Let me tell you the story. All right. So John and I are down there Yeah. and he's looking at some stuff mm-hmm. and this hot chick comes by mm-hmm. and she picks up like programming the 6502. And oh, wow. Like, Holy fuck. She proceeds. Now the 60, wait, so fill, fill me in here because that, that's before my time. 65, is that like a Commodore 64? What's the 64? Yeah, yeah, or the Apple II? It was in the Apple II, the 64, and the Atari 800. It was, oh, really? So yeah, it was yeah, all, it was okay. everywhere. Yeah. So it's not, is it the Commodore 64 or the Apple II? It's, it's both. both. Right. It was okay. a little faster on the Apple II, but yeah. Okay. So he's like, holy shit. She proceeds to pick up John's dream set of books, like electrical engineering books. Right. Some other, pro- and John's like, he is following her like this. This is awesome. Yeah. She's going up to get in line and then right at the line. Yeah. She takes a turn, goes behind the counter, hands the books to this like 500 pound sweaty dude in some yep. black t-shirt. Yep. Awesome. And John was like, Oh, yes. he thought that it was, it was the match made in heaven, but it, it turns wasn't. out that unless he was going to date the 500 pound dude, that is probably a situation not unlike some people's online dating experiences. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> probably true. Oh, oh my god. Just writ, you know, kind of in person, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get the I don't get the Powell's thing in general because it's just a bookstore and and but people just love it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. It doesn't Well, do I like the technical me. bookstore. I mean they have a but lot it's, of technical it, books. Yeah, it's but fine. it is, but it's not a huge even that's not a huge well, you have hey. to understand, though, to some degree, it's a little bit of anachronistic love. Like, yes, today you can go online That's, and get any kind well, of book you want. That was not always the case. And so, like, people, especially like people like me, remember it fondly from the days when 
you could go there and get see books you didn't even know existed because yeah. there was no real ordering. So now, yes, in the future, there probably won't be bookstores yeah. because well, there won't be a need for them. So yes, obviously, it, the the whole concept of a bookstore that carries a number of technical books is on its way out, just as the concept of a bookstore that carries a number of regular books is on its yeah. way out. But for the time being, I think it occupied a certain kind of well, romantic de- notion. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a it's a destination. It was it's packed. It's always packed in yeah. there. But well, yeah, the thing it's going to you... be one of the last bookstores yeah. on earth, I'm sure. Right? You know, when everyone else is closed up. They'll still be Powell's and eventually go out of business and it'll I be did. sad and whatever. But like, yeah, it will, because it is definitely all the people who have that fond memory of it have to die before it's really <laughs> going to go under. I did notice two things is one is when you walk into Powell's, you smell that newsprint because a lot of their books are older and stuff. Yeah. So it feels that there is something weird there. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, almost a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is you're thinking is like, Wow, what an incredible waste of bits all this is. Because <laughs> now that I'm on the scan brigade, right. I just like I yep. just look at this and go, I just need to get a scanner here yeah. and my book debinder and go to town. Yeah, exactly. Like I, just, I could scan all this shit. All right, everybody, give us an email at podcastmollyrocket.com. I want more stories. You keep saying podcastmollyrocket.com. We have a vanity. Oh yeah, that's right. Podcast, Podcast at Jeff and Show. Dot com. Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, send us some stories. I oh, I loved Dave's story. We need to hear more. They don't have funny. to be personally embarrassing, and they don't have to be about like you. Just tell me a story. I like them. All right, everybody. We'll hang in there, and we will see you next week. Sounds good. Take it easy. Yep. Thanks.